This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors. And today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Hey there, Titan fans. It's a special night here on the Attack on Titan After Show on AfterBuzz TV. What an epic conclusion. Tonight's episode was all about truth and reflection. Was the truth that was hidden in the basement actually a good thing? And our scouts finally make it to the ocean. We have a lot to talk about, so don't you go anywhere. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Hey, all of you Titan fans out there. Thank you so much for tuning in. It was a big episode, an episode that tied together a lot of the loose ends we have always been waiting for. I'm Veronica Valencia, and of course, joining me to my left, we have... Hey, guys, it's Jamie Gray. What's up, everyone? It is Ollie Drennan. Unfortunately, our other host, Carrie, could not be here tonight, but she is with us in spirit, and I'm sure enjoying this episode as well. Coming up later in the show, we are going to be talking all about the truth, the harsh truth brought on by Flock, as well as the truth being told to the people. How are they going to go about it? What is their next objective? We're also going to be talking about Aaron and his memories, trying to keep Historia protected, as well as we have some great news regarding next season and where will Titan live studio-wise. But before we get into any of that, Jamie, Ollie, our thoughts on this episode. Wow. Okay. Well, I will say, like, overall, it was a good episode, but I was first shocked. I did not expect this to be the very last episode. Right. So I was like, wait a minute. So I think for it to be, like, the season finale, it, was a little, it wasn't, like, as um, action-packed or as, like, thrilling as I would have wanted it to be, but was it still good? Yes. Aaron with his memories, you know, and just everyone feeling the aftermath still of Irwin's death and more. So I thought it was a, a good episode, but I'm excited for season mm-hmm. four. I agree that I was shocked I didn't I expected two more episodes. I don't know, I guess I'm just out of the loop, but the season finale kind of makes sense looking back how things were kind of wrapped up in a sense. And we also have like this really weird, bittersweet uh, ending to the episode of yeah. how, you know, we'll talk about it clearly, but it was very... I, in a nutshell, I just love the fact that our characters had some peace after this long, crazy season. You know, despite the bittersweetness they may have felt, they got mm-hmm. they got to the ocean, and it was so. Yeah. We haven't seen that yet, and it was so it was so refreshing. It was. I like the fact that you brought up uh, refreshing, Ollie, because I feel like as a viewer, you know, we've kind of been hit the last couple of episodes with, you know, a lot of information. It hasn't been super action-y or jam-packed with stuff like that. And so we've kind of just been like, oh, this is really great. But, you know, we really, as an audience, I feel haven't needed a moment to just kind of like rest. Mm -hmm. But our characters for sure needed a moment to catch their breath after every, after the battle they just had, after learning all of this crucial information about what's outside of the walls so for them it was probably nice to kind of have this 
brief moment of peace is basically kind of what it was that second half of the episode so you know I really enjoyed it I agree with both of you I felt like I was expecting two more episodes I don't know where in my head I thought there would be like maybe 13 in the second part of the season but I was way off so I was like wait what no more give me more (laughs) but of course in Attack on Titan fashion we have to wait like over a year so great it's great so let's jump right into this episode. So, of course, we kind of get a brief, you know, summary of what happened. Last episode, you know, we get it. We get it. They they found the books. Aaron is, you know, concerned about his story's well-being, basically thinking, oh, if I, if it, if Royal comes in contact with, like, a Titan serum, like, they can use her as a weapon or whatever. Um, so let's talk about the decision, kind of, to bring the truth to the people, because there was clearly some... Uh, difference of opinions between the rest of the military and between General Pixis and Historia. What do you, and in the end, obviously, they chose to tell the people, but what do you guys think? Was that a good decision, or, you know, would you have been hesitant as well, or were you all for it? I would have totally been hesitant. I didn't, you know, I was hoping that they would just hold back just a little bit until, you know, everyone was able to to come to grips with everything more. Like, you're still mourning Ehrman's death. You're still, you know... Armin is still getting used to even being a Titan. It's just so much going on. I didn't think it was necessary for the people to know all of that information just yet. I feel like it's almost jumping the gun. We still don't know what's going on with Zeke and and all of that. I think just wait and then see what happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that it's a situation where you're kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. Mm -hmm. So it it almost... They're still going to be... The people are still going to be anxious regardless of whether or not they have the information. You know, like... Yeah. Now that they know... It's like, the truth hurts. <laughs> but yeah. it's like, oh, I know the truth. I'm still anxious. If I didn't know the truth, I'm still anxious. Yeah. It's one of those, it's one of those situations that I felt like, you know... Yeah, there's really no win-win for right. them in this case. Because yeah. like you were saying, Jamie, there's so much... They can tell them what they know. But of course, if people believe it, they're going to have more questions. They're going to be more skeptical. They might not be as willing to go along with protocols of what right. may ever happen because they think they know it all. Or some people might not believe it and just be like, huh, you're lying to us. There's no way that this is the truth. And that's kind of basically what happens. So it was kind of a lose-lose regardless but I understand their idea of wanting to be transparent, especially with Historia, you know, not mm-hmm. wanting to be that kind of ruler. Like, she set up right. specifically to be a different kind of ruler than mm-hmm. the previous kings, like, not keeping the people in the dark. Because then so, the people yeah. might revolt if they don't yeah. know what's going on. So you are being a woman, too. You just never know. Yeah. So, like, I greatly appreciate the fact and respect her decision for, you know, wanting to be as transparent to the people as possible. Like, this is why she's, this is why she's our queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For, queen. Sure. Um, yeah, and so we basically kind of learned that they do decide to tell everyone about the truth that they found in the basement, and some people believe it, some people don't. I don't know, just out of curiosity, if you were these people, would you believe them, or would you think it's some kind of, like, propaganda they're throwing at you? Yeah, I don't think I would have believed it, you know, I think, but at the same time, it's like, if you're seeing Titans every other month or every five years, <laughs> you know, you might just believe anything because that is a sight to see, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I don't know. I think initially I wouldn't want to believe it. Yeah. Well, know? it's basically if someone were to come up to you and say, oh, by the way, you could potentially be a monster because that's how they view Titans. They view Titans as monsters. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that, you know, their r- particular race can become these Titans, they're like, oh, by the way, yeah, you're a monster. No one wants to believe that. Mm-hmm. Right. So... <laughs> I don't, no, I, I totally agree. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to believe it either. But I think just after everything they've seen, you know, mm-hmm. it's pretty believable. It is definitely. 
Um, so after we kind of get this like little moment of Hanji and Levi just kind of assessing the news that's going on, we go into basically what's like a funeral slash also award ceremony, like a mixture of it. Very confusing. <laughs> it's a nice take because usually funerals are very depressing. So yeah. why not? At least award? it wasn't black. You know, <laughs> yeah. I like the olive. But well, where was the reception? Where was the food? I know. Orders and meatballs. <laughs> but little I, mints with the colors. But if I was like one of the, what was it, nine people who survived, I don't know how I would feel. Like, should I feel happy that I am being given this really recognizable honor? Or should I feel sad that this, that all were also, you know, all my comrades died in the same mission that I survived? Like, there's a guilt there, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. For sure. I, I could totally, well, no, I cannot see how they would feel. But yeah, I just, I, I thought it was definitely hard to watch and I think I would have thought that that maybe they would have been a little bit more sad and Mm -hmm. and emotional but they just seemed kind of stoic and there was just Mm -hmm. like a select few that spoke their mind which I also appreciated like Flock yeah when he was like listen why why Armin and I, I totally get at first I get it and I get where Armin might be like damn like don't look at me like that but it's kind of true it's kind of true. Well, let's talk about that because, Ollie, I don't think you were here for this episode when they chose Armin to get the Titan serum. Um, and this is obviously something that we talked about in a previous episode of kind of like, oh, well, who would you choose, Erwin or Armin? Um, and for us, Jamie, or like even for us as audience uh, uh, as well as Ollie, we've heard this question before and it's kind of being brought back and so it's almost kind of like, okay, well, why are we revisiting this? I thought this was already a discussion that we had. But why do you think we are revisiting this question? And then, Ollie, I'm just curious about your take. Like, who do you think it should have been, Armin or Erwin? Well, I really was, I that was like weeks ago, but I think our Armin really stepped it up. And so that's why I was kind of team Armin. I know he kind of backtracked in a, a previous episode, kind of, and it kind of annoyed me. And it kind of annoyed me in this episode, too. Um, and I was like, I thought we were past this, but I think he needs character building and I think that was a huge development and that was a huge choice that was made and I was here for it so I hope that he progresses even more but that also scares me because now that he is a titan I think that it's almost as if they're leading this up to some kind of like I I don't know some kind of sacrificial lamb I don't know I feel like he's gonna do something big in next season I know that's prediction wise but I think that's why maybe we're kind of because to me, he's always been like an underdog. Yeah. You know, and I think he has something to prove. And he's been proving himself in this season, the second half of the season. So I think he has even more to prove moving forward and to kind of prove the haters wrong. Because mm-hmm. so, I was never honestly a fan of Armin. I'm me, t- saying me that not right like now. Punks. I like I can't with anime and like the people that don't know how to stand up for themselves. But he proved himself, right. you know, over the season. I think when he showed his receipts saying, well, when Aaron said, Aaron said that on behalf of Armin, like he's done so much give him a chance, you know, it's his redemption. I was so proud of him. He he earned my respect and it's been a while, you know. We're we're going on the journey with these characters. Exactly. We'll see. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Yeah. I just want to give a shout out to Miles in the chat who's saying, Flock was out of order. He is still a recruit. That does bring up a very good point. Let's, you know, kind of get into Flock's whole brutal honesty. I know what this episode is all about truth and is the truth the good or is it bad? Mm-hmm. Flock was just kind of really putting it out there. So let's start with first with his truth to Hitch of like you know, he's probably they're probably trained to be like oh, you know, went out very noble Marlo did a great job you know, all this stuff. But then he hits Hitch with the hard truth of like, you know, but he regretted to be there. Basically, you know, saying, there's here's the brutal honesty. We could say he was a hero. He definitely was. 
but it's not like this is the path he wanted or chose for himself. If we were Hitch, do you think you would have appreciated that, or would you kind of wanted to live with the memory of Marlowe? I think the memory, because it's just kind of like putting salt on the wound, you know? Mm-hmm. I felt like it was just in a, also too soon, you know? Maybe yeah. say that a little later, not at the actual ceremony, so... Uh, a lot of times when people die, people just say the dumbest things to the person mm-hmm. who's mm-hmm. grieving. So, yeah, it just kind of showcases the, the the loss of war. You know, you're going to lose people through war, and this is like a huge war that's going to be continuing on. I don't know how much longer, but it's also there's no use uh, crying over spilled milk. It, you can't. Don't get angry is something that I always kind of like live by. Don't get angry about things or sad that you can't necessarily change. If it's done, it's done, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, if someone's died, like, they're not coming back, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like this one was kind of a tricky situation because a part of me was like, yes, Flock was definitely out of line because, you know, he hasn't been in the same situation as the rest of the recruits. You know, he hasn't been in the same group as Connie, as, as Sasha, as Jean, as, you know, Aaron, Mikasa, and Armin, and all of them who have basically really just been working for this moment. He kind of came out of nowhere in the last couple of episodes. Granted, not nowhere. He's been with the scouts for a while, but in terms of this group, he really came out of nowhere. So a part of me was like, yeah, dude, you're out of line. You don't know what this specific group of scouts have been through. Right. But, at, but then again, I look at the situation, I'm like... I totally understand, you know, you want transparency. If someone is going to sign up to be a scout and dedicate their lives to saving the people and putting their lives on the line against Titans, you'd want to know, right, of, like, what the job really entails, not kind of get into it on a false promise or a false hope. So, for me, I feel like there's two ways you could really go with his um, kind of moment, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I I don't know. I... A part of me is, like I said, like he's kind of out of line, but he's also, I can see where he's definitely coming from. And yeah. and I just like that he spoke his mind, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I granted, like, this is not the time to hear it, but even, you know, like to kind of sometimes go into the previous episodes, but even when the owl was saying to Grisha, like, you know, Grace did have a point being mad at you, and I think even with people being mad at Armin for being chosen over Erwin, they have a right to be upset at that, too, and I, I like that they showed, showed that. It's just real. Yeah. Flock brought up a good point of like, oh, I'm not the only one who thinks that Erwin should have gotten the Titan Serum. He kind of makes a point to say that everyone who's read the report thinks so too. Do you think that he was really being honest or was that something he kind of just spoke out of like passion? Like, oh, this is how I feel and I'm just going to back it up with this. I think just from passion. Passion. Like, yeah. He loved Erwin. <laughs> you can tell. He was obsessed. But at the same time, here's how I, how, here's how I felt. And he was, like, blaming Connie and, and all of them, saying, oh, well, you know, you guys didn't even step in front of Mikasa and Aaron. Uh, neither did you, really. You said, like, mm-hmm. a sentence or two. Yeah, you didn't really step up to the so, plate either, dude. Exactly. So, it's yeah, it's like if you didn't really put your foot down either. So the decision was not... The decision wasn't made really by Aaron. It was ultimately made by Levi. If you haven't, if you have an issue, take it up with Levi. Yeah, I which do- he looked really good in this episode. <laughs> oh my gosh! When he you was like lo- just standing up against the wall. I feel like we haven't seen Levi in a minute. I do want to shout out the chat. International Lesbo said Isayama said that he made Flock to be a character that represents the general public. So mm. that oh. explains some of his disposition in this episode. That's good. I like that. Of just kind of getting those two different types of perspectives because for so long we've only really seen the perspective of this particular group of scouts. And so I like bringing in that fresh um, perspective, that fresh mm-hmm. face. 
So let's dive into kind of what happens after this, where we kind of learn. We get this, like, time skip. And also, hist- Aaron's kind of memories with the awards. But before we get into that, you know, there's so much to explore beyond the wall. And at AfterBuzz, there's so much to explore here. And Ollie will tell you more about that. Yes, everyone out there, we love you so much. Our anime fans, our animation fans, you guys mean the world to us. And you are just as much a part of the show as we are. And we do have a live chat if you're tuning in. But if you're not, that's totally fine. But what you should do to help us out we love you guys. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes because the other ones don't work. One, two, three, four. Those are broken. And five, five is the only one that works. And if you do that, maybe we will shout you out on the show when we come back next season because it's the finale, unfortunately. But continue talking with us. We love it. Comment, rate, subscribe, share on Facebook with your friends or on Twitter. Or on Instagram. Why not? Anywhere. Just Anywhere. share the love of, of anime and Attack on Titan because we really, really love this show and it's so bittersweet that it's ended right now. Mm-hmm. For now. But until then, mm-hmm. give us that five-star review. Please. Yeah. <laughs> and there's some people you want to give, some special fans oh, who want yes. to give some shout-outs from, These from, were from YouTube and I just want to say thank you so much for commenting. Kyle Thomas, Brian McKiller, McClure, I'm so sorry. I can't talk. Shiny Buster Baby. I love that name. Me too. Factual Buster Opinion. <laughs> love it as well. Oh, Iconic Player One. These are some really good names. Creative. And That Random J and K Yoss 13212 <laughs> on YouTube. So thank you for commenting thank with you. us. We love keeping the discussion going week after week. Yes, we we really do love the discussion. We love the fact that you're tuning in week after week. We totally see you. Ollie just gave some shout-outs on YouTube. We never forget about the people on iTunes. I just want to give a quick shout-out to Hita DeGrace, who has said, I started watching the show when it came out. However, I stopped after a while because things got so hectic, and now I'm back and enjoying it even more. We are, too, and we're so glad that you are tuning in with us, as well as... H-A-N-X-T-H-R-E. I'm sorry. I, I'm try, I will try my best to pronounce that. But shout out to you. As well as a shout out to Attack on After Buzz. Oh. So again, a little creative here, which I, I really like, like it. But for real, everyone, I? thank you so much for tuning in. We really, really appreciate it. This season, we know that sometimes you can get lost with a series that is split up like this. So thank you so much for coming back to After Buzz and talking Attack on Titan with us. We really, really appreciate it. All right. Yes. Let's kind of dive into the part of the award ceremony that I found very interesting. When Aaron goes to kiss Historia's hand and we get these flashbacks, which we started to see in the last few episodes of the getting the flashbacks from Aaron. And it's probably Grisha's memories that he's starting to resurface. And he basically sees Grisha begging the royal family to stop the Titans and he reveals himself. What did we think of this kind of reveal? Um, it was a little overwhelming at first, too, just even seeing it from Aaron's perspective, because I'm just like, dang, like, he's seeing everything. He's seeing how Faye died. He's seeing, you know, just all of these things, um, and I can only imagine it through his eyes. So I think it's just all unfolding, but I would just say it was mm-hmm. exciting and overwhelming. And I also just like that he doesn't have to, like, read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. We, I remember it's just everything's making sense now because I remember last couple episodes we were wondering how the heck is he getting this information all of a sudden and now that we are getting the me- he's getting the memories of everything it makes sense so it's nice that he doesn't have to read exactly <laughs> necessarily okay he has to read some things but you know yeah. i found this one really interesting because i kind of felt that maybe grisha was a- he was obviously asking the royal family to 
pleading for them to take to stop the Titans before the people within the walls get killed. You know, he even made a point like my son before my son, before my wife, they get killed. And, you know, he's, he, he knows the Marleyan agenda because that's where he came from. So a part of me was like, wait, wait, was the Royal family at that time complicit in kind of letting everything happen? Because, you know, the King didn't want any violence. He kind of just wanted things to go as he, as things went, but you know, that's not always the best route of action. If, you know, you see this attack coming. Right. I don't know. That's kind of the the impression that I got, that they were just kind of complicit in letting it all happen, which is really unfortunate, because if if they knew, they could have stopped it or, you know, did something about it before it all happened. I'm just wondering if, like, the time... Because I'm still stuck on how the owl, Aaron, uh, knew about Armin and Mikasa. So I wonder if... Like this whole time length of how that's like Carrie was saying it yesterday, how it's not linear. I wonder if like mm-hmm. the past or the the present is communicating with the past by any chance. Have we kind of like I've, talked about that at all? Or? I don't think we have. But do you want to expand on that? No, but I just <laughs> <laughs> no. no. I have to next season. But what I mean is kind of like how has that not been like addressed? You know, because mm-hmm. how would how would he know about two people that aren't born yet unless he's getting these emotions from the present? You know, I, I don't know. I don't you know. just gave Sorry. me a theory that I'm going to wait for predictions. Okay. But okay. I'm very, Cause I, yeah. I feel like no one's talking about it, and it's kind of making me anxious. So I'm yeah. sorry to kind of yeah. change the subject. No, no, a little it's bit. totally fine. So, <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's weird, and I feel like that's why I was like, oh, it's a paradox. So, so it, it's mm-hmm. just mind boggling for me to kind of uh, digest that still from the last episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. So I apologize. <laughs> for sure, for sure. But I'm interested uh, in your theory. Oh, yeah. it's going to be a good one. Um, let's kind of cut to... So we're going to get into the second part of the episode after kind of the eye catch scene. But there was a very interesting quote that was in there that I kind of just wanted to ask you guys about. Uh, towards the end, it said, How, However, is a display of power enough to frighten the world our only method of doing so? Basically, them referencing trying to survive. Which is a really good point. Like, you know, right now they're kind of thinking of, oh, we really just have to, you know, put on our big boy pants and, you know, show our power in order for people to kind of leave us alone. But that's not, you know, that's not what they want to do. They want to live in peace, basically. What did you guys think? Do you think that there's clearly another way to do this? Or is right now action what they need to focus on? I, at first, usually I would say action just because we haven't seen enough action, but I feel like, mm-hmm. no, they need to really come up with the plan. I just, you know, figure out how we're going to use Armin, how we're going to use Aaron, how are we going to, you know... I'm very curious on how they're going to use Armin in this next season. Me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. And I'm wondering how it's going to affect him. I just, I don't know. Some Part of me, like, wants it to be good, but part of me... I'm going to add this to my predictions later, but it's going to be very far-fetched as usual. But yeah, I'm just, I'm wondering what exactly is going to happen with them and his story and all of them, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, this might be a prediction, but I'm going to say it now. Okay, let's do it. I'm just, I'm very curious if Armin is, you know, if he's going to be fighting out of a place of guilt whenever he becomes the Colossal Titan. If he's always just going to be fighting because he's like, I have to prove that I was the right one to get this second chance and not Erwin. And that sucks because it's like he had already risked his life. Yeah. You know, and I think he did it in such a phenomenal, awful way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, but it just sucks that it's like no one really saw that except Aaron and like a few of the others. I wish that, you know, I just, I wish that they would give him a little bit of a break. 
Yeah, he needs he's def he needs more credit. He has done a lot for the mm-hmm. scouts. So, let's flash forward to it's basically a year later. You know, they've kind of had this peaceful time. They were able to get all of the Titans out of uh, the district, all without them, and now everyone can return to their homes. And it just seems like this very kind of lovely moment of peace. Did, right. did we kind of like that this was how it was concluding, kind of peaceful in a sense? I mean, we're gearing up for more, but, like, this particular episode was, like, let's end somewhat on a peaceful note. Right. I think it was important because I always can kind of holding my breath when I watch this show, and I like it. (laughs) But it's nice to breathe breathe and to have these characters, to feel their kind of, uh, their, their, the sanctuary that is being able to breathe and being able to kind of not be on edge with the Titans in the war and fighting and their comrades dying and whatnot. And I just loved how they had time to reconstruct, you know, not only themselves, uh, like, mentally, physically, but also kind of, like, the town and whatnot. They were making, like, elevators and whatnot. And that was really cool, and that's important. So it's nice that not only are these characters being uh, constructed on, for lack of a better term, but, like, also we're getting all this new technology as well to help you know, us with the war and just protecting ourselves and whatnot. So I just thought it was a nice ending, despite it kind of like, oh, I want you know, a couple more episodes. I thought it, I thought it was okay. I just I, I thought it was a nice ending, but I also thought it was bittersweet. It was like they finally get to see the sea, something that they've mm-hmm. wanted to see forever, and I could just feel and see the exhaustion in Aaron. Yeah, you know, just when he was reaching out, I was just like, I just hope there is a happy ending you and that it's all worth it. Like I actually, because it's like we've been rooting for the underdog the entire show, and I'm just, I'm just hoping that they get everything they they're looking for for real. Yeah, yeah for sure. You want to know? It's been a year. My hair is longer. <laughs> I love that. I was like, oh, time must have passed. You're, you didn't get a haircut. Great, great. <laughs> Uh, did anybody... What were you going to say? Sorry. Oh. oh, no. Just like I did mention that it was kind of bittersweet yeah. because Aaron... Yeah. I don't know if you were about to say this, but how... What was his line? I, I'm sorry. I forgot it because... Free, something about freedom. Freedom. Right? Can freedom. Finally, yeah. But basically, you know, we made it to the sea, but we, are we just going to have to keep killing and fighting to get that mm-hmm. freedom to yeah. finally end the when war? You know? It is, exactly. It, it's it's, exa- yeah. It's they're exactly. so young. And that's, like, that's why it's so bittersweet. It's like they made such an accomplishment, but like... And, you know, it was a victory at the end of the day. But still, is this victory going to lead to the end of, mm-hmm. you know, all of the stress of the actual war? Did this mm-hmm. little battle really mean something? Yeah. Well, we can actually talk about how Aaron has kind of changed with the with learning this information. You know, Aaron was always very driven by his mission to, you know, stop the Titans and to kind of bring peace and to, you know, essentially he has the Attack Titan, which... Uh, whose whole mission is to try and restore freedom and to fight for freedom and all of that. So it makes sense that that's kind of Aaron's mission. But in this last scene, you could tell that he has really changed. And, you know, just basically kind of everyone is excited about the ocean and they're trying to just take in this victory. But, of course, Aaron's already thinking ten steps ahead, having to hold in the idea that he can't tell anyone about Historia because they don't know what what they're going to do to her. But also, like, oh, I can take this victory, but I also know that... There's no freedom beyond the walls. That's what we always thought, but there is no freedom, which was very. It was. It was sad to hear, and it was like you were all saying, just very bittersweet to kind of see how there was maybe once a light in mm-hmm. Aaron, a drive, and now I feel like he's kind of diminished a little because I feel like maybe he's seeing that it's there's there's not as much of a light at the end of the tunnel mm-hmm. as I thought. It was just. Yeah. 
in the animation too with the beautiful sea and how bright it was we yeah. never see the attack on titan the show in kind of that atmosphere mm. and just to have that uh with the juxtaposition of aaron's for uh, lack of a better term happy and sad mm-hmm. disposition at that point very casey musgraves of him but um yeah it was it was beautiful and it made me feel kind of emotional you know not not yeah. not like crying or anything but it just made me really feel his character in that mm-hmm. moment and how it makes me afraid for him and Armin honestly yeah yeah of what they'll have to endure yeah in the next and we're round. built on this idea like for these past three seasons of like we have to constantly fight action 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 kill 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 whatnot and we were talking earlier about how is it just going to be that do we just have to fight in order to end this war and I just wonder if there is another way and maybe the memories that Aaron's getting maybe that will help find another way rather than Mm -hmm. just a violent form for sure so I don't know real quick uh, before we get into our news uh, I kind of just want to backtrack to I call him baby titan because he kind of looked like a baby you know like the way he was positioned uh I personally got really choked up on this moment because, you know, for so long as just like an anime specifically viewer or even a margarita, you're, you know, you're, you're, you grow to really hate Titans because they're the enemy, you know, they're being violent towards all these people. But in the last few episodes and even kind of, you know, at the beginning of this season when we learn, oh, Titans are humans, you really start to feel. But I feel like after really in these last two episodes seeing what these patriots go through before they become titans mm-hmm. really like tugs on your heartstrings and so when i saw the the baby titan i was like oh this is devastating yeah mm-hmm. and yeah yeah oh sorry i just had a random thought i yeah. i was like what if they like what if she I mean, not that it would ever happen. Sorry, it was totally Oh, what if she was, like, secretly alive? Well, secretly alive or, like, if she were a titan, but she did get killed. So I was like, never mind. Sorry. But the thought came in my head. You never know. Who knows? You could still inject one. Maybe she was Mm -hmm. still... You never know. I think that was also... I mean, it should have been obvious, but I think it was one of those really, like, hit-on-the-head realization moments where you're like, wow, the Marleyan government is still turning people into titans. Yeah. And it's it's just devastating knowing, like I said, the trauma that they go through before they actually get made into a titan. So it was really sweet watching Eren, again, his changed character, sparing that titan's life as opposed to Flock, who's like, we gotta kill him! Because that's yeah. all he ever knew, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's... I love seeing this kind of new changed character in Aaron with the newfound knowledge that he has. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no, it's just like the viewers are like Aaron is basically feeling how we're feeling, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. what we just said. So For sure, for sure. It's, it's interesting how the viewers and the characters feel the same emotions. Any, yeah, any final thoughts on this episode before we go into our news, guys? I'm excited for when they, you know, reach the, the Marley government and, you know, Tear shit, tear shit. Yeah, tear it up. Tear it, tear it up. Uh, yeah. Someone just in the chat, Green Chan, MMD, uh, just brought up, didn't Annie turn into a Titan? And I'm like, bring Annie. Annie just needs bring to be in season Annie four. Back. Yeah, That's I was wondering what happened to her anyway. Like, what's, come on, we, we need more. They're, She's sleeping, right? Isn't she like, yeah, yeah. They yeah. Like have her. But we need more. That's a requirement. I know prediction, not really prediction, but that's a requirement for me, Annie season four. Me too. There are characters that need to come back ASAP. Yes. <laughs> right. Please. All right, everyone, let's get into our news and gossip. Yes. So I'm really excited about it. Um, So, again, you know, I was oblivious. I was like, wait a minute, season four? So we're going to have season four, which is really exciting. But which studio? We're not quite sure. There's been rumors, and I know Veronica knows more about that. But Mm -hmm. this, this studio will change. What do you have to think about that? 
Well, as of right now, it's it's. I don't think there has been any confirmation that Wit Studio will no longer be animating Titan. I think it's just been rumors and speculation. Some people have said Production IG will take it over, which if that's the case, you know, that's not too big of a change because I think Production IG owns Wit or it's the other way around. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's the same house, essentially. So that's pretty good there. It's it's kind of, If these rumors are true, it's kind of nerve-wracking, too, because this anime is gorgeous. Yeah. I don't even think I mentioned how gorgeous the last scene was with the ocean. Absolutely. Beautifully animated. And, you know, for the past however many years, the past three seasons, we've trusted with Studio to do a great job animation-wise with mm-hmm. this show. And so it's kind of nerve-wracking, like, oh, it's the last season. Oh, it might change studios. Ugh, is and the then, animation going to be as up to par as it's been? Yeah. Right. So, you know. Uh, animators have a tough job, though. You know, I give them so much respect uh, it is, but it is always, you know, that initial fear of like, oh my gosh, is it going to look completely different if they change right. animation studios? But like I said, IG and Wit are not too far off. Right. Yeah. Maybe so. it'll look even better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My eyes will have to adjust either way. Whenever it gets glossier, I'm like, it Woo. does. That's it's a, glossy. It is hard because that completely uh, it can potentially change the entire tone of an anime, and not just right. talking about Attack on Titan, but we've seen it in other animes for sure. I just want to give a shout out to Alexinator9000, who says, Wit Studio has already animated some scenes that would happen in season four, so I think they're planning on continuing. Hmm. I would think so, too. Like, if they had another ten seasons of this show, I'd be like, okay, maybe we need a break. But if it's the last <laughs> season, I could see, you know, maybe wanting to just take it to the end. Yeah, and just sure. make every episode, like, not that every episode this season didn't hit, but, like, make every episode, if like, yeah. top-notch. Just nope. show us something every single episode. Make Give me the action, the tears, the blood, all of it. And no filler. No. F- <laughs> also, no filler. I know because in case all of you watching and listening don't know, we are all anime only. And none of us have read the manga. Right. right. So when I heard initially that the fourth would be the final season, I was shocked at first. I was like, wait, right. wait, what? Because I thought, you know, there was so much more manga. Right. I just thought they were stopping. But I guess apparently they're on the... Uh, no spoilers if you're reading the manga, but you are free to tell us in the comments if they are on the final if the chapter. I believe. Soon. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So I think it'll. I think Carrie reads the manga, so I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. Or she's a little bit. Yeah. That should if if the manga is ending, I think it, it might be on the final chapter. If that's the case, then I'm like, okay, I can see yeah. the fourth season being the ending season. But I feel like we just got so much information this season, so I'm so. How shocked. is it going to pan out next? I'm season? I'm so shocked yeah. that the, I feel like there's even more information that they could do for more seasons to come so it's bittersweet as we've said earlier in this after show well speaking of so much information that could possibly go on next season let's actually get into some predictions for what we think will happen after buzz tv predictions who wants to get (laughs) okay <laughs> it's the last season. I'll bling, bling. The, the chat says this shout out to International Lesbo again. Hey. The manga isn't finished yet, so maybe maybe the manga is going to continue, but they're just decided to to kind stop of, the anime. Exactly, yeah. which is sad. It's kind of a bummer. Um, so I, I, it's kind of like, oh, you, but you still have all this thing. So that makes me nervous a little bit because are you going to really tie up and make this last season like the best it's ever been? Because it deserves I to, need be. It to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think Annie's going to come back and wreck some stuff up. up. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what do you think, Jamie? I don't know. Um, I agree with you about Annie because I was wondering this last, well, just a couple days ago, last Sunday. Uh, but I was like, yeah, where is Annie? So I'm excited to see her this season. I'm also excited to see Armin, you know, more in his Titan form, but I do feel like there's going to be a death of someone that we love. 
But I am going to hope that it's not Levi. Um, also, I'm just going to put this out there. We, this could be so wrong, but I like far-fetched predictions. Okay. So, like, what if Armin is, like, a royal, too? He's blonde. I feel like they're all blonde. <laughs> all the blondes are royal. <laughs> all the blondies are royals. So if you're blonde, you're royalty. That's, probably, but that's all problematic. <laughs> but, anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there, too. Just because you never... Because we don't know, like, as much about his parents. You are so right, though. <laughs> like, think about it. He just might be somebody special that we never knew. And then also, <laughs> like, we know Mika says parents were killed. But it's like, was there, like, another reason behind it? Like, I want yeah. more other than just Aaron's parents. But that's it with my far-fetched predictions. I just want to give a quick shout-out to Chibi Sphere in the chat who is saying final arc, not chapter. So thank you for the clarification uh-huh. on that. Kind of going back to what we were, what you were saying, Ollie, about linear timelines and stuff like that. Oh yeah. I'm curious if reincarnation exists in this world because Ooh. they keep saying stuff like history repeating itself, like all these people who have these memories, like history repeating itself. They could just be saying that because you know they have the memories and they know it repeats itself, or with you know Aaron Kruger knowing is, Mikasa and Armin. What if it's just like Aaron? Aaron is Aaron. Aaron is Aaron. Yeah. Oh my god! Like That'd reincarnated and like he came back as Aaron Jaeger to try and like save everyone. What? And those memories are memories of his past, like. Yeah, it, it could be like a destiny yeah, thing or something. Yeah, that's so cool though. Yeah, I, I'm very curious if that's the case because yeah, that thing has me mind boggled. On how do you know about yeah. Mikasa and Armin? They're not born yet. They're not born for years. Mm-hmm. And Aaron and Kruger was someone that was like, go, you know, go inside the walls and create a family. Maybe somehow he knew how to get himself back into the world. I don't know. It's, it's it could you know what this anime <laughs> could do anything, and yeah. I'll just fully accept it. That's the great thing about anime. I will accept everything. So, you know what, everyone, again, thank you so much for tuning into the Attack on Titan After Show. What an epic conclusion. We had such a great time covering this season. Ollie, where can the fans find you on social media? Hey, everyone, you can find me on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch at Ollie Dreamer. So follow me, please. Nice. <laughs> All right. I love the shameless plugs. You can find me on Twitter at It's Jamie Gray or on Instagram at Jamie Gray, J-A-I-M-I. Hey everyone, Veronica Valencia here. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at it's me, Veronica underscore V. Be sure to also follow our show at ABTV Anime on Twitter. We post a lot of news, especially right now regarding Anime Expo. We'll be posting news, I'm sure, about Attack on Titan. If you want to hear all things anime and to keep up to date with our show, be sure to follow that. Again, thank you so much for tuning in with us. We were so excited to cover the show, and we'll see you beyond the wall. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.